Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning business coach, keynote speaker, and content creator. The Janelle B. Stewart podcast is designed to educate, empower, and engage. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted, inspired, and empowered after you listen to each episode. Welcome to episode 50. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to get others to recognize your value. Now, we are still in my Cultivating Your Value series. If you missed the first episode, that would be episode 48. And in that episode, I talked to you about how to understand your true value. And I discuss how, as a business coach, I'm meeting so many creators who want to start new platforms and they have new business ideas, but they themselves don't recognize their value and they don't believe in themselves. So I gave you lots of pointers and lots of suggestions um, on how I go about recognizing my value and how I go about believing in myself so that you can do the same. And then in episode two of the series, I, which was episode 49 called how to best express your value in this one, I discuss the four archetypes that you can use to help you discover how you can turn your passion into a sustainable career. And in that episode, I really broke down what Kathy Heller discusses in her book, Don't Keep Your Day Job. It was a great conversation. Got lots of great feedback on that episode. And today we're moving into how to get others to recognize your value. Now, getting others to recognize your value is not as important as you recognizing your own value, but in your career and or as you are building a new business for yourself like I did, you will need to get others to recognize your value, okay? So it's not like the end all be all, but I don't want you to think that it isn't somewhat important and that you should work towards getting others to recognize your value dependent on what it is that you're trying to do. But this is an empowerment podcast, right? And I do discuss things that will support you in life and in business. And getting others to recognize your value can boost your profile. It can also increase brand awareness. It can help your business grow. And if you work a traditional job, getting others to recognize your value can set you up for a raise, a promotion, or even both. So today I'm going to give you some advice on how to get others to recognize your value You can use all of them or some of them. And I do want you to figure out how you can apply these to your life, especially given the examples that I'm going to give you. Are you ready? Okay. So the first thing I want you to do is be fearless. Now, in my journey that I've shared with you many times, I discuss how I started my business with no understanding. I didn't have any insight. And in my Start Before You're Ready series, not sure if you listened to that, but if you did not listen to my Start Before You're Ready series, um, you can check that out in episodes 44, 45, 46, and 47, okay? That is where I discuss starting before you're ready. And I go more into detail about how I started my business and how I didn't have much background. Now, 
just to recap it, um, I wanted to create a space where I could share my natural hair journey as I was learning to love myself with this new hairstyle. Um, you know, it's really difficult to love yourself when um, you're not feeling confident, right? So I cut off all my hair and I was looking kind of masculine and I had never seen myself with such a short hairstyle before. And it wasn't like a cute pixie cut where it was like straight in and it looked like Tony Braxton back in the day. Like this was straight up boy, right? So I wanted to um, create a space where I could share this journey, but at the same time, I wasn't necessarily feeling as, feeling as confident as I needed to. Um, I also didn't have any experience, so there's a lack of confidence when you don't know enough about a topic as well. So, But I needed to be fearless, right? I needed to kind of like... I needed to tune out all the noise. Oh, you're not pretty anymore. You look like a boy. You don't know what you're doing. Um, other people can do this. You don't have to be the one to do this. I had to basically t tune out all that noise in order to be able to step into my greatness, right? I knew what I didn't know. And I knew what I needed to know because of what I didn't know. And so I began doing the research and working towards building my brand. And I talk about this in my Start Before You're Ready series. Okay. I knew that my value lied in my ability to support others. And I knew that even though I didn't have all of the tools and I wasn't feeling the most beautiful, that my story would help others. And I was fearless in that I wanted to move forward and push forward without having everything 100% perfect, right? You know, so months in, I started to see that I was picking up some speed, getting some readers here and there. And I started making my YouTube channel now in addition to my blog. And of course, I wanted to at some point monetize my business. I wanted to grow my business financially. So I needed to get the attention of brands, right? But why would they work with me if they don't know me? So this is a perfect example of where I had to get someone else to recognize my value. And so I needed to get on the radar of the brands I really wanted to work with, like Shea Moisture, Carol's Daughter, Miss Jessie's, and at the time, also, there was Jane Carter and Cantu. There weren't that many yet, but those were the main ones. I needed to get their attention. And if I wanted to get their attention, I was going to have to help them see my value because they don't know me. They don't know me from anywhere. So I started to get on their radar by creating opportunities where they could see my work. Um, I would go to the store, I would buy their products, I would do a review on their products, and I would um, put it on my YouTube channel. I would take a pictures of their products in my hair, and I would take photos of myself um, with their products in my hair, I mean, and I would put those photos on my blog. Um, when I finally did sign up for Instagram, because at first when I started my blog, um, I wasn't on Instagram. I don't even think it was around to be exact. Um, but I would start doing the same on my Instagram. And um, these brands weren't necessarily on Instagram. But what I was doing was creating a space where my audience of readers, viewers, watchers would be able to learn about their product through me. 
And this is how I was getting on their radar. And so if you desire getting the attention of brands and um, you either don't have don't have a, a sizable following yet and you don't feel like you can actually express your value to them yet because your, your following is too small, or maybe you don't feel confident in um, reaching out to them because they themselves are such a big company, right? Whatever it is, whatever the intimidation is, if you desire getting the attention of brands, I want to invite you to apply for my get on the radar training. Um, I know how it feels to like to to be a small fish in a big ocean and want to make make a name for yourself, but just not know how. And so I'm giving back and I've been running this training since October and it's one of my most popular trainings. Um, it's a free training and it's designed to help you uncover your hidden potential so that you may highlight them and ultimately use it to get the attention of the brands that you really want to work with. So I invite you to apply. You can find the details for the application for my Get on the Radar prep school training um, below this podcast. And we do have an open enrollment, so you can apply. And it takes us a few days to go through the applications. But every couple of days, we go through the applications and we review to see if... based on your application, if we feel like you would be a great fit for the program. And if you are, in fact, a great fit for the program, we'll send you an acceptance letter and then you'll go through the training. The training is actually pretty quick. You can do the training all in one day if you choose to. Some people do it over a couple of days. Um, There's three lessons, two of them you do on your own and one we do together. So go ahead and apply for my Get On The Radar training. Um, It's my prep school training, if this is something that you want. Okay, so for me, once I learned how to get on the radar of these brands, by expressing my value to them and also to my community, I was really able to take my business to the next level. So I want you to think about how being fearless allowed me to get out of my own way. It allowed me to create something for a community that needed it. And it allowed me to partner with brands. How can you use the... How can you step out and be fearless to help others, to to get others to recognize your value? I want you to think about that. What could you be doing that you've been afraid to do or you have fear of when you think about it? It makes you shake in your boots. What could you be doing? Okay, so the next thing I want to share with you is I want you to exercise your value through service, okay? Okay. In the last episode, episode 49, I talked about the four archetypes. And if you remember, the four roles you can take to turn your passion into a sustainable career was the creator. The creator is someone who actually makes a product or a service. They offer it to the world and people pay them for it. The teacher, the teacher self-explanatory, teaches others how to do something or make something. The curator is someone who facilitates Um, a community where people who share a common passion can come together. And lastly, the investigator, someone who dedicates time to exploring um, a topic that really interests them, but they don't necessarily want to teach it. They don't want to create anything from it. They kind of want to use the information that they find and deliver that to the world. So if you missed that episode, episode 49, make sure you check it out. 
I also have a freebie um, where I basically created this beautiful download for you of those four archetypes. So if you want that, I'll put it at the, in the in the show notes of this episode as well. So you can click it and get it and it breaks down the archetypes and it's also like a workbook. So it goes along with, with, the, with episode 49 so that after you've learned about the archetypes, you can then go and try to apply the each archetype to yourself. So given those four archetypes, archetypes. Is there anything you can do right now that would let the world know about what you do? So for example, for me, uh, as someone who was on a hair journey trying to, uh, I guess you could say like like a journey of self-discovery and self-love and changing my, changing the, um, the beauty standards and creating my own, I was able to create a platform, right? So I was very much the curator with the blog, with the YouTube channel, and sharing the creative videos online and writing really well-written blog posts online to help others experience the same self-discovery support you know, journey that I was on. Is there anything you can do right now that would let the world know what you do? I don't know what that is, but I want you to think about it. What could you do that would exercise your value through service for others, okay? Um, Another question I have for you is, how are you using your strengths, your passions, or your interests to help others solve a problem? One of the best ways to exercise your value and to have others recognize that value is by helping other people solve a problem. Think of everything you own, you have, you buy, you want. It typically supports you in being a better you in some capacity. How can you do that for someone else? So using my example, I knew that it was a challenge for me to accept myself not having a chemical relaxer. So I was very aware that this was something that other black women were experiencing too. And I knew this because going natural was something that at the time, 2010, most people didn't want to do it. They were like, oh, hell no. Not having your hair straightened was like asking to be made fun of, teased, bullied. You know, as an adult, people would judge you, right? Like that's the word we use now. We say judge. (laughs) We don't say teased, bullied, right? So it wasn't something that people wanted to do. They were very much afraid of it. And um, insecurity would set in as well because you wanted to feel confident and beautiful in your own skin. And how could you do that if you looked a way you didn't like, right? So I knew that by showcasing my experience online that I would be able to help women work through that. I would be able to teach them how to care for their hair by way of my own experiences. I would show them that they can love their hair and that it can be beautiful by the way I carried myself and my confidence. And this was my service to the world, to black women. Like basically saying, listen, you're beautiful, be fearless. Yeah, it wasn't easy to cut my all my hair off and go natural, but you can do this. And you, if you remember in episode 49, I discussed how I took my um, role as the, the, the maker and the curator, and I actually began hosting events, bringing the community together. 
saying, hey, I know you don't have any support at home and I know you probably don't have any support at work or your friend's circle um, because no one else is ready to go natural with you. But here, here's here's a group of women that are coming out together spending a day together and um, we all have similar experiences as you. We are all in the natural hair community. Um, we've either big chopped or we've transitioned and we know how it feels like to be alone. So come in and, and let's break bread together, right? Let's have a good time together. And so I did that. So I took my strengths, uh, my, my passions and my interests and I put those together and I created something to help solve a problem for women. And if you want to look present day, as many of you listening um, already know, I created an online school. I wanted to support black women that didn't understand how to make digital brands. They don't know how to get into it. I I created a program that helps people get on the radar of brands. I made another program that helps women actually pitch brands so they can get paid. It's called the paid pitch. I made a program that supports women who don't have the financial means of buying all of my courses to be able to go through all of my courses over time for less than $50. It's called the Digital Content University. It's basically all of my courses and you get them all over time. You don't have to um, pay you know, this amount for that one and that amount for this one. You just pay a small monthly fee um, for your membership and you get access to it. So I've created so many opportunities for black women And on a daily basis, I still continue to support them through my journey. And um, if you follow me on my Healthy Janelle page, I am very transparent about my weight gain and I show everyone very openly how I lose the weight, answering questions every single day, all day, making videos to support women and giving them an inside view of what I'm doing and showing them the hard work. So is there something you can do to help someone solve a problem? Is there something that you can do to help someone do something better or do something faster, easier? So I want you to think about exercising your value through service. And that's how you're going to help have others recognize it. Because through all of the things you're doing, people will say, oh, wow, you're doing this and you're helping me. This is important to me. And thus your value has been recognized. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't work in creative spaces per se, um, where you're making you know, online content and things like that, um, at your job, do you ever offer to take the lead on things? Is that something that you can do to, rec- to help others recognize your value by how you step up? Do you offer to help others when they need to? Are you a great support staff? Are you a good team player? Are you someone who works efficiently so you're able to get work done quickly and people can depend on you? Are you someone who's always there when they need them so they can rely on you? You're trustworthy, you're loyal. You know, these are the things that you can do to help others recognize your value. Prior to working in digital content, I worked as a teacher and I remember one of the things that I had done in my school was I created a lesson plan template that could be shared with the entire staff. I built the lesson plan template off of the areas of our literacy program that we were being asked to teach from. And um, in the lesson plan template template that I had been given by the administration, it lacked the areas of this lesson plan. 
in the book. It like there was just like it was it was very simple. Like, what are you going to do first? What are you going to do next? What are you going to do last? What materials do you need? That was what I was given. But when I would go through this literacy lesson plan, I noticed that there was just so many areas that weren't being covered. It wasn't a first, second, and then last type of book. It was a very more, it was, it was a much more involved lesson plan. And so I took the book and I looked at every single lesson and I realized obviously it has the same format. There is a flow here. And I took all the steps and I recreated a lesson plan just using Microsoft Word, very simple, making some boxes and putting words in them and making it so that you could lesson plan on my sheet that I made, my template, that would directly coincide with the liter- with the literacy um, lesson plan book. And any teacher that wanted it, I basically sent it as a mass email after getting approval from my, my um, principal. And we also had printed out copies so that you could have a copy, you could use it, you could Xerox it, and then you would be able to use that over and over again. And it was very cohesive in that you, you literally would look at your lesson plan book and you could fill in what section you were going to, in the section that corresponded with that section and just fill in what you needed, what materials you needed and what you were going to do versus a very simple first, next, and last. And that contribution helped my principal see that I was a leader in that I was willing to do something that no one else had ever attempted to do. Not to say no one was doing this on their own, like in their own way. Maybe they weren't using her template. I don't know. Maybe they were just writing it down in their own lesson plan notebook and that's how they did it following the book. I don't know. But no one had taken the initiative to actually give her this and say, hey, I noticed that our lesson plan book follows this a specific format. I created a template that everyone can use. Okay. So it showed her leadership. It showed her innovation because I was willing to do something um, innovative from the old, this is what I'm going to do first, this is what I'm going to do next, this is what I'm going to do last template that they had been using. I was innovative. Um, It also showed her that I was creative and I'm sure it showed her that as a new teacher, I was willing to help others and not be stuck in my own little bubble in my classroom trying to figure it all out on my own. But I was confident. Like I was like, hey, this this might be good for others. It was it's working for me. You know, I'm helping others. So. You know, this is just another example of something that I've done that I hope you can find inspiration to show others um, your value, to help others recognize your value. And I'm really excited about the feedback that I've gotten on these new series that I've been doing this year in 2020. If you love these new series, if you if you listen to my Start Before You're Ready series, if you have been listening to my Cultivate Your value series and you really like them, I definitely want you to let me know. So, you know, do me a solid, leave me a review. Um, let me know by shouting out the episodes on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter if you're there. And I think most importantly, um, um, share it with someone you know. Share it directly with someone you know. Great, It's great to be able to say, hey, to your entire you know, Twitter fam, like this is a great episode, but why don't you share it directly with your friend, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your mom, like someone who could totally benefit from hearing this episode. All right, so just to remind you, 
I want you to download the, um, I want you to check the show notes for anything that I said I was going to give you, um, especially if you're interested in my Get on the Radar Prep School. I'm going to give you the application link. And if you want to get the download from about the four archetypes so you can understand the four roles that you can take to turn your passions into a sustainable career, I'm going to put it in this episode as well. But you should absolutely listen to episode 49. You should. It just, it would just make more sense if you listen to 49 and download it than to just listen to this and download it. Does that make sense? Okay. So ladies, we are good. We're good. We're good. So I will be back for a fourth episode in this theme. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to do three or four, but I'm definitely going to do a fourth episode. So in the next podcast episode, I'm going to talk about how your value is not based on your social media following. That's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one, especially being me, someone who spends most of my career on social media. What do I have to say about that? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> so before we go, I want to leave you with a great quote, one that I shared on Twitter, because you know, I share all my great quotes on Twitter, right? And that quote is, success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. And with that, I hope you all have a great week. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.